You're listening to Todd's Podcast with your host, Todd Hartwell. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe, comment, and share it with a friend. Hey, 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 this is Todd Hartwell, the aforementioned host of the Todd Hartwell Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about resilience. And your resilience is hugely as important as you all well know, being in business or being a business leader. So I'd like to take this time to go into um, kind of a concept that resilience is really something that is dwelled within you and built up like a muscle. Uh, because, you know, we go through these days and things happen to us and we've got to have the ability to bump up. Well, in the Old Testament, Job is one of the finest examples of of resilience. Now, if you don't know the Bible, uh, and that's fine, um, there is a guy named Job, and he had a pretty good life. The story goes, Satan went to God and said, hey, look at your servant Job. Of course he's your guy. I mean, you give him everything. And God says, hey, he's always been in your hands. And Satan takes that and says, really? And he runs with it. And he just causes chaos in the life of Job. Um, And uh, Job does not ever curse against God, even though his wife tells him to his friends are not of a lot of help. But Job has within him, you know, there's a phrase called the patience of Job. It's not necessarily patience. It's really resilience. It's really taking a beating and then having the ability to come back. Because at the end of the story, his his, his comeuppance, his... His loyalty to God is paid back uh, sevenfold. Um, so Job was in great agony, his soul and his body, yet he refused to curse the Lord. In all this, Job did not sin by charging God with the wrongdoings that was happening to him. Later, uh, the suffering intensified. He had boils. He was sick. He was, you know, kids had been killed, uh, servants had been killed, his business had been shut down. Uh, so. Even in all those things, he knew that God was in control of his life, which gave him the inner strength to realize that things were going to go well. Uh, The believer in Jesus Christ is upheld by God's power, so naturally we are resilient because we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. You know, so those are the mental uh, this is and that's when you're going through challenge, right? We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. We are perplexed, but we're not in despair. We're persecuted or attacked, but not abandoned. We are struck down, but not destroyed. You know, um, the word resilience is a very important word, and the reason uh, is because we have to practice and strengthen it day by day. There's a statement that's often used that you're never good the first time. Well, if you're never good the first time, then you're probably pretty bad the first time. How do you get better? By doing it again and again. Uh, being resilient is a, is a function of knowing that this is not the first time that you've gone through it. It won't be the last time. But if we have the ability to get back up, like a friend of mine says, you know, I am never down. I'm either getting up or I am up. Right? And that's just a function of being resilient. Uh, another part of uh, the Bible, you know, because it's filled with wisdom, says that, um, 
we have the ability to keep counting back because the resiliency is faith that God's got our back. The Lord makes me firm in my steps of the one who delights in him. May Even though we may struggle or stumble, we will not fall for the love of the Lord upholds him with his hands. That's, that's in Psalms, right? You know, the other great one is trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not under your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge God and he will direct your paths. And that's part of the, you know, being resilient is also knowing that you don't always know what's about to come next. You don't always know uh, what the overall reaching plan uh, is going on in regards to that which may be feeling like you're being crushed on all sides. So being resilient uh, is knowing that you will get through this. Uh, I knew a person who was going through some very tough struggles in their lives, and they're about—they were honestly about to step into an election. They were in the middle of it, and they were freaking out. Uh, and this is a person that's not normally uh, known for doing that, and actually sought counsel, uh, medical help, and learned some basic skills. And, you know, some of the things are just as simple as, um, you know, when, when they were going through like a panic attack, it was like, put both your feet on the ground, feel the earth, and then realize it's not, the earth is not about to fall away. You know, the world's not going to be destroyed. You're not going to be destroyed with it. And then count backwards from 10. You know, simple things like that. That was building resilience. And it was such a powerful little tool that I was like, okay, calm down. You know, like those shirts, be calm and chive or whatever, goofy knit, right? But calm down and uh, count to 10. Now think about what's going on. So resilience is, is, is also in the same thing. Looking at the situation, right? Being a good leader, discerning what you're seeing, and then figuring out where to go from there. But knowing that there's sometimes things go on for a reason that is past your ability to understand but it is for your benefit sometimes a, a crushing blow in business could be just uh, something that is going to teach you that you need to strengthen another part of your business or that part that got crushed uh in order to be stronger for the next opportunity and then that's also making sure that you're open for those opportunities and we've talked about that that's part of wisdom Looking for the best in all things certainly is a great attitude, and some people think it might be Pollyannish. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, everything's just fine. Everything, is, well, yeah, everything is just fine. You got to have that attitude of positivity, but the attitude or the the strength, the muscle of resilience, is so important, and you have it. Think about what you've already gone through in order to get to where you are now. You know. Honestly, you know, everybody goes, oh, I wish I could play you know, golf as good as Tiger Woods or I could do this or whatever. Hey, you know, they, we all know this. We're all adults here for crying out loud. Nobody gets there by mistake. You know, the amount of swings of the golf club that this person put through to get as good as they got. I mean, they were playing golf before they could walk. So were you willing to have golfed before you could walk so that you could be as good as Tiger Woods? Well, if you wanted to, you would have. Right? So, uh, or that would have been your life. Right, and then I, I'm at issue. Just a side note: don't be looking at others and wishing you were them or whatever. That's called envy, uh, and their life ain't that great. <laughs> so, 
they, they, they've got their own mess. The grass is not always greener on the other side. And when you get over there, you got to mow that grass too. But the, the resilience factor is that it also is a point of leadership, you know, because when you're taking all the arrows and where you're taking all the hits and you're able to bounce back and keep moving forward and forging ahead, it gives others hope. And when you get your team moving in a fashion of hope, you get your team moving in a fashion of positive thinking, you get your team moving in a fashion of showing that you're resilient to the thing, they'll become resilient to the thing, and you'll be able to punch your way through whatever it is which feels like you're causing you confusion, causing you crushing uh, anxieties or whatever the thing is. And so I don't care if your team is you and you alone, you know, you're your team, be those things for yourself. Uh, because momentum is the great uh, uh, battle cry uh, for your standard to be moved forward. And uh, you can do this. But knowing that the word resilience is out there and that there is hope and a future for you uh, is, tells you that you're in this now, but you're not in it forever. And that's part of what resilience knows. Resilience knows that here you are now, here's where the walls are crushing, but this wall is not going to kill you, but you need to figure out how to get out of it. And the only way to get out of it is to know that you're going to get out of it and then start planning. You don't plan if you're not resilient. You just don't. You just go get into your pity party and sit there and party away in your pity. And that's not what we do as leaders. So it's a good word study to know resilience because you as a leader may not need to expound too much deeper than your own self-study, but explaining to those that are you are in charge of, whether they're your employees or they're people that are employed by the company you're working for and you're a leader, and explaining to them uh, and teaching them resilience like I've done uh, gives a person hope. By knowing that it's there, um, noticing what you're noticing becomes a powerful thing for you to then start saying, I need to be more resilient or I'm going to exercise resilience. And then it starts happening. Uh, you know, some of this seems all self-evident, but by bringing it up to the forefront of your mind, resilience is now in the forefront of your mind. And the next time that something comes up, the word should come up. And even though you were practicing it before or feeling it before, now you're thinking about it on purpose. And then it becomes a more powerful tool. Anyways, this is Todd Hartwell, part of the Todd Hartwell podcast. And I will see you, and I do mean you, at the top. You're listening to Todd's podcast with your host, Todd Hartwell. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe, comment, and share it with a friend.